0: Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 384. Welcome to another episode of the Family from the Heart. A podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family. A family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back. And not that you guys will even ever really notice any difference other than me telling you. We're recording this early on a Tuesday evening, about quarter past 7 p.m. How about that? Stephanie, how are you?
1: Tired. How are you?
0: I'm doing very well, actually. I'm actually surprised at just how many things I have accomplished today that was on my to-do list. I mean, look at all the green which is the I use a green highlighter to highlight off of my to-do list in my iPad Pro. And you can see that's a lot of green.
1: It is a lot of green.
0: It's a lot more green that's been highlighted uh, or marked off my to-do list than has been the rest of this week. Well, wait, it's only Tuesday. But (laughs) (laughs) let's just say for the past week. It has been, ever since we got back from the cruise, mm-hmm. we, well, for me, I sort of jumped immediately into setting up and then kicking off a new session of podcasting A to Z. And I have, it, it has just been, it's been a full-time job just running A to Z. Last week, I did not even record an episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And last week, I did not produce a new uh, post for my uh, email newsletter, which are two of the highest priority things in my business. but during A to Z my students are a higher priority than them. and re- well for the past two and a half years my health and physical fitness is even a higher priority above even all of that. right. And so you know just looking at my priorities at the end of the day at five o'clock, I'm like, okay, I I'm officially off the clock for answering questions because I tell my students, I I answer questions from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern time. So at five o'clock, I'm I'm finished with, you know, I'm up to date, answered all the questions. I'm good to go. And the question is, do I want to go ahead and work another three or four hours tonight and or five or six hours tonight to get some of these other things that I've been putting off done? And last week, the answer to that question every single day of the week was, "Nope, nope, not really. (laughs) yeah so that's what that's yeah but no today i'm good i'm not tired
1: i am the weather has the the it's been raining and thunderstorming all day yeah and those are kind of days where i just want to you know Mm. stay in bed all day
0: yeah well we have a couple movies that uh we want to tell you i will actually we have together one movie to talk about and then a movie that i've seen and what are you giggling about you just the have, movie that that's oh all. which one
1: well oh. yours the other one's not funny <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other one's not funny now so um i'll tell you what i would like to start off with the the big movie all all five of us all five ravenscrafts went to see a movie that i've seen in the list of movies for uh, I guess probably for the last few months, maybe okay, that might be an exaggeration, right. but at least for the last few weeks, right. there's been this movie at the bottom of the list called Lion, and it and it had this weird image for it, and like a like a, a Google search box in the middle of the image. I'm like Lion, and I'm thinking, okay, this is is this one of those things where the it, it's like it. My impression was this is probably one of those movies where this child was raised by a pack of lions. I mean, what, what the heck is this movie lion? And so I just never even took notice of it beyond the image of it in the name of the show of the movie. And, and so the other day I was looking at Snapchat and our friend Jeannie McClellan and her entire family were, she, she took a snap of them at the movie theater getting ready and she wrote getting ready to see lion as the family. And then I sent her a little private snap message, and I said, hey, what what did you think about that movie? And she says, it was incredible. You have to see it. And I'm like, okay, I trust Jeannie enough to, to take her on her word. And so then I did a little Google search, and I found, and this is the way I explained it to you, I said, this is a story of an Indian boy who gets separated from his family on a train somehow, and... Ends up, you know, eventually getting adopted by a couple in Australia, and as as an adult, he is now going back and trying to find his childhood childhood home and family, and uh, and and is able to do it through technology using Google Maps. That's all I had to go on. And it sounded intriguing enough and with Jeannie's response and in spite of the name of the movie, which does not make sense until you actually sit through the. <laughs> until they end, tell
1: you why it's named that. Right.
0: <laughs> but uh, it, which which we will not give away for no. you. Um, but uh, so I, I'm like, OK, Stephanie. What do you think about going to see a movie? And you said, Well, what movie? And and then I explained pretty much what I just said. At first explained to I you. said
1: it's not on my it's not going to the movies It's not on my list of things to do today. Um but we, we did what was on my list of things to do so that we could so that we could go. Um I think at first it was just the two of us and then Megan came in and she started helping us clean um the downstairs up and so then she said she would go um mckenna had been spending two nights at her best friend's house and we called her and we're like hey we're picking you up we're going to the movies we didn't even give her an option yep and at that point then it's just like it, well, all we had to do is tempt matthew with pizza and he was in
0: yeah we said hey matt we're going to see a movie and then and then go we're to, having dewey's and we're pizza have dewey's. And do you like, want to go
1: okay i'll be done in a minute and um You just have to know how to speak his language. Yep. But, um, so we did, we all, we all five went to see this movie and it was an incredible story. It was, I really enjoyed it.
0: It, This is a movie that, you know, I, I'm, I'm on the fence. Could I sit down and watch this movie again?
1: I think I probably could. And I think I, I would do better this time than I did the first time. Right. Um, just some of the way that his story happens in the beginning um, can mentally be a, a trigger for for some people. I don't, I don't want to give I don't want to give spoilers away, but I mean it it does it does deal with missing children in India. You yes. know this is this is happens every day. Um, it, it is a huge problem. And, um, and so it it can be, it can be sensitive to those who have triggers. Um, and, uh, and so sitting through the beginning, I was starting to get fidgety and I didn't know if I was going to be, I'm like, if they don't, if they don't like jump ahead, like a hundred years, I don't know how much longer I can sit here. It was really starting to affect me. And, um, and, uh but what but once the story changed direction mm-hmm. um i was completely engrossed in the movie in the story and it was incredible
0: yeah and here's what i can tell you about this movie is our youngest daughter who is she's 12 now right
1: well she will be in 2 months We'll be 12 okay
0: <laughs> so uh, we always say she's 12 so yeah, that's we, why I, i'm like
1: you have to know her to understand that her age Here's what I love about McKenna. Okay? She is frustrated that she's 11 because people speak to her as if she's a child. And I'm like, "Well, you are a child." She goes, "But I'm but I don't talk that way. Like I don't she doesn't have conversations that way. She doesn't converse with people that way." And so she gets really frustrated when people speak to her as if she were a child, right? Which she in fact is, but um, but McKenna is a very logical, um, forward-thinking, mature eleven-year-old. Yes, and she loves to take ten-dollar naps. Yes.
0: Yeah, so when she we typically when we go to the movies, it's not something she's all that excited about,
1: unless she chooses the movie.
0: If she chooses like, the movie, then yes, she'll go um, and she'll get engaged. fantastic
1: beast and where to find them. She was all over that one um collateral beauty she couldn't wait to see that movie um and so if she chooses the movie mm-hmm. she she's she's good but any other time chances are we're paying ten fifty for a nap
0: yeah
1: she is just and it goes back a long time
0: it does and this is not a movie that she chose we she i, I chose this movie for yeah. us and uh the interesting and thing i don't think
1: any of the three of them were looking forward to it going in
0: no not at all.
1: Like they, they were going to the movies for the buttered popcorn and the pizza after. Yeah, that's that's it.
0: That was pretty much it. <laughs> However, um, just focusing on McKenna for just a moment, I, she was the one that I would be concerned with. Did she even get any of this movie? Did she get any <laughs> of the message or the the story? And I I looked over. It. She was like set straight up from beginning of the movie was, all the way through to the end of the movie. She was engrossed in this. Story. She
1: was. Um. She told me after. She's like I. She she felt the entire movie. Um, she said she saw. She said she, she cried. She, she cried like seven or eight times, and um, some of them are sad and some of them are happy and some. I mean, it it's just that kind of move from right here, the picture of you on the corner of your, d- looks like, um, what would, would it be two, dim- three dimensional? I don't know. Anyway, it looks like the one of you by yourself, not with Michael Hyatt, yeah. but from where I sit, it looks like you are out from the background. Anyway, it's very distracting to me.
0: I'm sorry. Would you like me to move your, my picture?
1: No, I'll just try not to look <laughs> Okay, there you go. But, um, but she was completely, I think McKenna probably got the most out of it.
0: I would say so. Yeah. And so um, McKenna loved this movie. So she's our youngest. We have two teenagers, McKenna or Matthew and Megan. And both of them were very involved in the story as well. Um, Megan's, she's like, okay, you didn't tell me this thing is going to be in a foreign language for the <laughs> first half of the movie, Dad. Right. <laughs> She was about ready to check out, but she she stayed up with all the subtitles and mm-hmm. and of course, how can you not right. I mean with, with right. the story of what's happening and it's just it, it really pulls you in and the the fact that this movie is based on a true story is unbelievable, and you definitely want to stick around for the very end. Um, I don't think there's anything after the credits. Um, well there, there is the, there is a sound effect from the movie, which you're not missing anything if you don't stay after the credits, but before the credits really get rolling, they, they show you, um, real life video footage of the boy. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything. I mean, the whole story is about him finding his family, right? So, um, they, they show you some real life footage of him and, and certain things. So, yes. It's definitely worth seeing and staying until the end. And um, yeah, it, I, I, I will tell you, every single one of us, the Ravenscrafts, who all the way from the realm of I'm really interested and all the way down to eh, come yeah, on, if, if I have, I have to, to. Um, every one of us walked away from that movie, talking about the movie, enjoying the movie and having lots of good and wonderful things to say about the movie.
1: Weren't we even talking about it again tonight at dinner?
0: Uh, I can't remember, Didn't were it we?
1: I don't know. Anyway, it could have been, like I said, I'm really tired.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so starting the like legs slide together. But I will say this though. The the little boy who plays the main character in the beginning of the movie. Oh my goodness. What an incredibly cute little boy. He is
1: so adorable and um quite talented.
0: Yeah. Last night we saw him on the Oscars.
1: Well, Sunday, yeah. Was that Sunday she, night? Yeah. I saw it last night because that's when I watched it. Okay. They aired on well,
0: anyway, yet. but I saw him on the Oscars. He's, he's a, a adorable he's little so boy, cute. but, uh, this movie, you've got to go see lion. If you can still see it in theaters, which I don't know if how long it's going to be there, uh, because here's what I told Stephanie, this is the interesting thing. So we have what we call, we call it the cheap theater. It's, it's a discount theater, which is where movies go after they <laughs> leave the movies but before they come out on DVD. Right. Uh, and tickets at this theater are $2.50 uh, per ticket. They used to be like a dollar. Uh, yeah, I think that, yeah. They used to be called the Dollar Theater. Yeah, or we and then it they the, went
1: to $1.50 and now they're
0: dollars Yeah, it's yeah. $2.50 do- $2. per they ticket. If they go up
1: anymore, it won't be cheap theaters yeah. anymore.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. we could have paid $12.50 for us to see this movie, plus regular cost for popcorn and Right, whatever. yeah, the
1: popcorn and stuff all cost us yeah but still
0: the, the tickets are reasonable I mean that's a lot cheaper but what's that what are you pointing at oh so you want you want the glasses cloth thank okay. you sorry so um but anyway the the thing is is the movie this movie was playing in the discount theater
1: uh, is it supposed to look like a ghost from pac-man
0: no it well it is supposed to look like a ghost that is a glasses cloth cleaner from my snapchat spectacles and the snapchat um they mascot it is it a wouldn't... ghost
1: uh, okay all right, fair enough. You like that? Sorry to interrupt. That's fine. Again, there's this one. <sighs> so did I mention that right this here? movie
0: was available to be watched at the discount theater? You
1: did, and we could have seen it for twelve fifty.
0: But it was still also at our theater. Now, if you've been listening to us week after week, you hear us talk about our theater, which now we we've actually changed our theater a couple times, but now we've got our theater. And it is the Regal Wilder Kentucky Theater because it has stadium seating and uh, they have not just stadium seating, but recliners, mm -hmm. super amazing space between you and everyone else in the room Um, and reserved seating.
1: Yeah, because we buy our tickets ahead of time so we can reserve our seating. Um, One of my favorite, favorite things and I know that this goes for our kids as well, is that behind each row of seats, there's a wall. So the person behind you, behind you, can't
0: kick They can't you. even kick you. Yeah, it, th- it's awesome. And it but even, take-
1: I mean, they seriously, they would have to have some seriously long legs to kick you because... You recline. Even and if you recline, there's still room for people to walk like in. There's like two front of you. feet between
0: yeah. you and the, and the wall in front of you. It's, it's incredible.
1: But so, also when you take your shoes off, they won't fall down like in front of the seats because there's a wall.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so we could have we could have paid $12.50 to see it at the cheap theater.
1: Where I would have come out with pneumonia because their air conditioning is always stuck on on. <laughs>
0: But did we do that? <laughs> no. no. The Ravenscrass spent fifty four freaking dollars to see this movie. You
1: say that like we made you do it. It was your choice. You're I the know. one who bought the tickets. I know. You're a whiner.
0: I'm just kidding. But it, it it is. I'm you know I don't like to spend money when I don't have to, and and so. But still, we spent fifty four dollars on the movie tickets alone when we could have paid twelve fifty. But. I but were, we were comfortable. It it is it is a different experience. Seeing it, is. it at in those seats and in that theater. And it, it, here's the thing: it was a great time as a family. I'm so glad it was worth the fifty four dollars. It
1: was for the conversation and and for the dialogue that we had after Lion. Guys, it's an incredible movie.
0: Yep. And if you can't see it at the theater, then definitely you're going to want to get this movie when it comes out on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever. And, and watch it on the biggest screen you can and, and really take this movie in. It's great. That's our review yes. of Lion.
1: It's fantastic.
0: Never would have... G- at Lion, that, in spite of the name of the movie, <laughs> yep. which now I, I, now that I know the name, which makes by the it, way, you have sense. to wait till the right. end. You have to, yeah. But, but now that I know the name, then the name means a ton. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that, the, na- the name of the movie is compelling if you know why. It's titled that, right? But you don't know it going in, so I, I, I think maybe they they missed an opportunity marketing that with that name. You do you agree?
1: I don't know. I I don't know because when you once you know, then it may. So I okay. I don't know.
0: All right. So I that was on Sunday that we did that. Yeah. Yeah, that was Sunday. So on Saturday. I went to the movies by myself. And of course, I I like to do that every now and then. It gives me some extra reward points. Every
1: now and then, like every day of the weekend.
0: (laughs) Every weekend, day, yes. Uh, But I, I go to the movies by myself every now and then. And this weekend, I went and saw this movie called Get Out. And I had very little knowledge of what it was, except for that it was an interracial couple, uh, and the girl wanted to bring her black boyfriend home to meet the parents. And the only other thing I knew about it was he thought at first things were weird just because, you know, of, of the fact that they're interracial couple. But he soon finds out things are weird for a completely different reason. And that's all the, that's all I knew going into this movie. And it's really all I'm going to tell you uh but I will s I want to share with you a couple things. Number one, it I did not know this going in, but it's slightly considered to be a comedic horror pick. All right. So do you know Key and Peel, Stephanie? hmm They're the ones who are responsible for the substitute teacher. Yeah. yeah uh, clips. I get it.
1: Yeah. A, a. ron
0: a. a ron And uh wh- what was Jay Quellen. Jay Quellen and D nice <laughs> and Balake. Ah. And Mr. O'Shag Hennessy,
1: I abs- that's that's one of my favorite skits ever.
0: If you guys do not know about the substitute, please look it up. Just just he is hilarious. just go to YouTube and look up the substitute, and and it should pull up Key and Key Peel. And Peel, yeah. And and there's there's a part one, there's a part two, and there I don't know if there's a part three. But I don't either.
1: But part one is the funniest.
0: Part one and part two are equally as funny. Okay, yes, Th- they're both awesome. You're right. So anyway, um, Peel. Uh, I, I don't know his first name, but Peel, mm-hmm. the the shorter one of the two, he wrote and directed this movie. Okay, so it it, is, it was okay. meant to be comedy, uh, or is done by com- Somebody who's really into comedy, but it was it was slightly a horror pick. And I was thinking, I wonder if Stephanie would like this movie. And there there are a couple, there are a couple scenes that are intended to be jump scares in the movie. But they're never so much that it's not like one of those. It's it's not like a horror movie that like I don't know uh, Annabelle or anything like that. It's not right. one of those kind of okay jump scares. But um, at any time that there would be a jump scare, it's like you're anticipating it. It's like you know that something's going to happen, and so and when it does happen, it's it's never as bad as what you thought it was going to okay. be. So, uh, but man, is it an incredibly good story. Um, so unique and it is, it is weird. Now, Stephanie, without giving any spoilers, I, I I knew Stephanie would never see this movie. All right. So in a million years, Stephanie will never see this movie, but I explained to her pretty much the whole plot of the story. How would you describe what I shared with you? Bizarre. That's a good word. It's, it's Bizarre um and and weird but one that i'm (laughs) crazy enough crazily i'm really happy i saw it now here's the thing stephanie um mckenna and i watched this show from the 1970s a british sci-fi show called children of the stones it's something i watched when i was a little kid and then um i found it later in my adult life and i've watched it several times mckenna's watched it with me well she watched it with me this one time and she really liked the story and we've watched it together at least twice it's called children of the stones but um there children of the stones has this opening um uh, credit and and I want to play the music from uh, Children of the Stones I'm going to pause while I find it real quick okay mm-hmm. okay I have it pulled up here on YouTube this is the opening music for Children of the Stones and it's kind of like a British sci-fi almost horror story uh, Not, but it's not horror it's kind of really mystery but listen to this You know what? Yeah, this is it. It's just an eerie sound and it 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 comes it builds a little more. Okay. Now that is the opening that's the opening music/sound to this British sci-fi eerie f- science fictiony story that that McKenna and I watch a lot. But in this mute there's this one song it's called uh Sika Lisa Kwa Wahang- Wahengia is the name of it. But this they played this song in Get Out and I swear this would be If they redid Children of the Stones, they would actually have to use this song again, but this is from the soundtrack of Get Out. Let me see if I can. Has that same feel. Oh, it actually has more of a melody to it, but yeah. this part here, especially. All right, so anyway, so I'm sitting there watching this movie, and in the opening of it, it's playing this music, and I'm like, this so reminds me of Children of the Stones. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I, I can't tell you about Get Out other than it will blow your mind, the story. I I can't imagine anybody who would fully suspect what is going going on on. until they actually reveal it near the very end of the movie. But it it was very unique. And a movie that, quite honestly, I would want to see again, not that I would see again, I actually want to see this movie again, just to pick up all the little, you know, the foreshadowing and stuff like that that they they probably threw in that I didn't pick up on. Right. Yeah. Okay. So get out. And, and, and I enjoyed it so much that I actually l- looked up the soundtrack so I could listen to that song. And I went on to YouTube. You know a movie is really good when you go to YouTube to actually see other people's reviews of the movie to see if the, how they explain the plot. Okay. And I just wanted to make sure that, that I understood, make sure that I, I fully understood the plot. And and there's some good stuff out there. Plus I saw a little um interview with Peel, the guy who wrote mm-hmm. it, and, and there's some even additional insights that I got from him after watching, it, which makes me want to see the movie again even more. Cool. Even though it's super and you said the word bizarre and weird and out there. <laughs> so get out was a fun movie. Cool. Not for everyone, but nope. I enjoyed it.
1: I'm glad you did. Yeah.
0: Cool. Anything else before I go on to any other topic?
1: Not no? that I know of.
0: No? Okay. Nope.
1: This uh, week looks just like last week.
0: The, yep. So <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> the other thing that I just want to say is that I'm still watching the Americans. Uh, I have kept up. I, I On the cruise, I almost broke. I was about ready to buy the fourth season, I believe, on amazon before we got on our cruise but but thankfully we did not have good enough wi-fi in fort lauderdale for me to actually download it Mm -hmm. um and so i did not buy the fourth season because the seasons one through three were available of the americans on amazon prime season four i knew that once i got to season four i'd have to buy it right? right you know because it wasn't on prime yet well, guess what? We get off the cruise
1: and get to the airport, and he's going to download He's going to buy it and download it to watch it on the plane. And it's now available on Prime.
0: It is. Yes. Aren't you glad you waited? I am very glad I waited. So um, I'm, I'm in the middle of season four of The Americans, and season five of The Americans comes back on Tuesday, March 7th, I believe. Okay. Actually, I can tell you right now if I just go back oh a couple pages here where was it um set americans tuesday yeah tuesday march 7th it comes back on fx and so i've already gone in and i set the timer and just so you know i went ahead and gave it like number one two or three priority so if if it's on during any other shows it it might bump something
1: if it bumps something of mine I, i
0: i know i'm gonna be in trouble but, but it shouldn't i think it doesn't come on until 10 o'clock so it shouldn't bump on anything of yours
1: because it won't bump primetime anytime
0: it won't yeah it won't that bump. yeah it won't records
1: bump. all the time anyway um so i think that's fine
0: yeah it should be but i i just i i put it on there because at least i've got to see the americans that that one is that one right. that one is a must. For me. So I'm I'm really enjoying the Americans and I'm going to be very sad when I'm up to date. I
1: think the only T V that I'm watching right now um is consistently mm-hmm. is This Is Us with, with Megan. Um, that show was incredible. I absolutely love it. Um McKenna and I watched season two of How to Get Away with Murder, um, which was enjoyable. Wait, what
0: is This Is Us? Remind me of that one again.
1: Um This Is Us this is us is um a new show on I don't know one of the network channels I can't remember which one right now but um it follows these the in the in the um in the pilot you meet these um four sets of characters like or these four sets of families or whatever anyway. And, um,
0: the idea is that they're all sharing the same birthday, and they all
1: have the same birthday.
0: So they're born on the same day, same day, same year. Yes. And so,
1: and so it's all about, um, it's about how are we alike and how are we different? Like that, that's how they advertise it in, in the pilot. Right. And then you, you get to the end of the pilot and there's a connection between all of, and it's. I don't want to spoil it for you. If you ever want to, I mean, if we ever got you to watch it, I would totally start it over again. It's, it's an incredible, um,
0: is it a family fi- drama? Is it a fictionalized story?
1: It's very real life. Okay. I mean, it, it's, what do you mean? Fictionalized is it like, like is it re-
0: like reality TV? No, 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 no,
1: no, it's, it's a serialized drama. Okay. okay. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, it's incredible. Megan and I are enjoying it um, thoroughly. We actually, it's on tonight and we have last week's episode to watch as well because we were busy last week. And gotcha. um, so we get, we have two episodes to watch. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So that But is, I'd love to sit
1: down and watch, if you wanted to watch the pilot and see if you liked it, it would be something that we could. Is it still on could,
0: TV? Mm-hmm. On the DVR?
1: The pilot's not still on the DVR because there's so much on the DVR. I've been trying to... What I'm watching, keep deleting, you know, um, once I'm done with it, but, um, but I'm sure we can find it somewhere.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, how to get away with murder is a show that you're watching with McKenna.
1: Yes. Now I started season one with Megan, but we, um, just got busy and got behind and I never, um, and then I watched the season two premiere and we just life got in the way and too much was going on and we just stopped um McKenna asked if she could watch it and um as she was getting closer to the end of season one I said that um I hadn't watched season two and she wanted me you know wanted to watch it together we would And and we watched it together and number one I'm loving the snuggle time with McKenna to watch this show um she's in this really weird stage of um adolescence right now where you know she either wants nothing to do with you or
0: she wants to smother you or she's
1: smothering you and which is awesome
0: when she wants to smother you so
1: this gives us a way to be smothered but on my time right (laughs) and um rather than like she was totally spider-monking you earlier while we were um doing accounting she's literally on his back like right in his face because it is it is all or nothing with her right now and um and so this gives me time to have to give her my all on on my time yeah you know and um and i don't mean that in a selfish way it's just no i know what you mean and um so we really enjoyed season two she has already season three um either just wrapped last week or wraps this week or so, like it's almost season three is almost over and um, and we've just watched the premiere. We haven't went any further than that Um, and she's already told me a spoiler. So we know a spoiler going in to the season. So I don't know if that'll slow down our watching of it or not but we'll see.
0: Okay. Cool. Um, Another show that came back just last. Every, w-
1: everything else is just building up on the dvr because i'm not watching tv that much
0: yeah i i had um another show come back just this past week you
1: did it's just seeing it on the dvr creeps me out you know that right (laughs) yeah like seriously just seeing the little the little um what's it called the icon uh, thumbnail thumbnail is just seeing it there creeps me out i cannot wait until the finale of this show (laughs) so it never shows up on my dvr again
0: well we're in the final season of this show and it's called Bates motel and Bates Motel is the story of a young uh, Norman Bates uh, from the movie Psycho. Uh, so also it, never seen. I Trust me, Psycho is awesome. Psycho 1 and Psycho 2. And I think I've seen Psycho 3 and I don't know that I liked Psycho 3. I can't remember. But it's anyway, Psycho movies were really good um, if, if you like that kind of thing. But um, anyway, this is a modern day telling of what Norman Bates' backstory might have been if it was in today's culture. Uh, but incredibly creepy. Uh, I love
1: that. I love that, you know, building up to it, you're, um, they're showing trailers and stuff. And it showed up on the DVR. And I was like, oh, hey, Cliff, um, Bates Motel is back. And you're like, no, it, it comes back, you know. It was like that night or the next night or whatever. And I said, but I saw it on the DVR. You're like, oh, that's a preview. preview. And here, sit down and watch it. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I already saw that at the gym without sound. And it was perfectly creepy enough without the sound. I don't need. And you made me watch it anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm good like that. All right, so Bates Motel. I like this show. I've watched it ever since it first came out, and it and also it's uh, co produced by Damon Lindelof. Yes, not Damon Lindelof. I apologize. Carlton Cart- Cuse. Yeah, R- I actually
1: R- knew which one you meant, even though you said the wrong one. I'm yeah.
0: sorry. Carlton Cuse, which was a co producer of Lost. Lost. All right, and then there's another show that I saw two weeks ago. They showed the premiere of The Good Fight which is basically a reboot of The Good Wife only without Alicia. Yes. And her husband. Yes. So, but it has um it has Diane Lockhart from and it has um the, the all of her firms partners it's got I was going to call them minions. Da- what's his but... name? David, um, Lee, David Lee David Lee. It's mm-hmm. got Howard Lyman in it. Um it has some people does it
1: still have carrie or did he leave as well
0: carrie's not in it so far okay. um and it has th- her partner at the time uh what was her name luca quinn yes luca's in it and and so it, it's got some carryover um even diane's husband was in the first okay. episode uh, but this premiere it is like this is the good wife only without alicia it, mm-hmm. it, it, it is written as well the, the story is what it, the characters are the same. The firm is this. It's, it's just carrying on the show where it picked up, where it left off. And it's incredibly well done. But I am so afraid that this show is not coming to actual network television, that it, this is that they gave you this preview and that this is their idea of getting people to sign up for their CBS interactive Monthly subscription as a as an online exclusive only. Okay. Because this was two weeks ago that they gave you this, and they say, you know, hey, episode two is already online, and get a new episode every week, and you know, sign up for a free trial today. And,
1: and well, nothing it, it would had, have went no- up against the Oscars on Sunday night.
0: Yeah. But,
1: no, I'm I I guarantee if you look at the DVR, everything's a rerun. Okay. Nothing will nothing will air new against the oscars.
0: All right, well we'll we'll give it a shot next week and see, but man if if this thing's a, only a CBS exclusive, then what I'll do is I will I I it's a show that's good enough, I think, that I would not sign up for it and pay a monthly fee, but I'd wait until the whole season is done and, and I would go and sign up for one month and cancel it as soon as I finished watching binge watching all of them in like a week. So but anyway, I'm hoping you're right. I hope that it, you know, next Sunday night there's a new episode of The Good Fight. But I know that the episodes are already out there on this CBS Interactive app or whatever. Anyway, mm. yeah, there's that.
1: There is. There's that.
0: So that's I all of a- the topics that I have written down. You have what? I don't know. You were going to say something. I know. Almost there.
1: It's
0: gone. Should we we jump into our question generator? If you want to. Have some conversation. Do we have to jump into it? No, we don't have to jump. We can just pull it up on our laptop.
1: That would work. Mine's already pulled up.
0: All right. So for those of you who are new to the show, when Stephanie and I run out of topics to discuss, we turn to our random question generator. You like how I said that? No, uh, but basically, our friend uh, Dan uh, f- uh, from New Zealand put together this random tw- question generator for our show. Uh, and each time that we go to pick a question, we can choose from one of five categories. And basically, it's it, it determines the le- level of depth of conversation. So there's icebreaker, ankle deep, waist deep, deep waters. And if we want to get crazy... We can go (laughs) faith-based all right and how this works is stephanie's going to choose the first question or a category it's going to generate a question uh, from that category she will ask that question me i will answer it and then she in return will also answer the same question and then it will be my turn
1: okay and since you did all of that as if this was a game show what do i get when i win
0: (laughs) (laughs) tell her what she's won I have no idea.
1: Oh goodness gracious!
0: All right, what 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 category are you giving us first? We're going ankle deep. Got it.
1: Do you save old greeting cards and letters or throw them away? Why?
0: (sighs) Yes and no. Okay, so I used to carry, I used to keep them all, and because how can you take how can you take something that was you know it you know. Okay, some of them I would just throw away, especially ones where it's just the card and somebody signs their name and, you know, it it didn't really mean anything. But every now and then you get those ones from, you know, your wife or even your mom or your children and they actually have handwritten notes in them. And how on earth could you ever just take that after they've given it to you and throw it away? That's just not right and so i used to keep all of these things and then the thing is is cards they pile up fast yeah especially when you're as old as i am
1: i know right
0: so <laughs> i i will i will admit that after a while i've decided to start discarding some of them it's like you know i can't keep all of these but i do keep a few here and there and and they're in scattered places within the within the house and every now and then i pull it out and i look at it and read the note that caused me to want to keep those cards right so that's my answer okay what about you
1: yes and no um i used to keep all of them i i had I had like all of the cards that i had um, received as a child from my grandma my mom whatever um and i still have some of those but i i didn't keep everyone um and now it depends on you know what it is or you know I have one that um from my 35th birthday
0: I love this card that um I, I spent some time on that, that Cliff
1: one Cliff got for me and um it is if if you don't know me then you don't know that I am in love with Minnie Mouse all things Minnie Mouse and um and uh so he he bought me this this card that is Minnie Mouse and um, it, was, it has a three on it because it's for a three-year-old. It, it's one of those... It's, no, it was,
0: was it three or was it a five? Did it say for, on your, for your fifth birthday? I thought
1: it was for your third birthday and you drew in the five, but it could be for I your th- fifth birthday and you drew in the three. I, I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure anyway. it, it was
0: for your fifth birthday because I, it says four... Because I wrote in the, I drew in the three, okay. so it actually says for your 35th birthday.
1: okay. Then um,
0: I believe I could I, be wrong. Yeah.
1: So anyway, it, it's one one way or the other. Um, and so I have that one. It's in my office. Um, normally, anyone who, any card that I am sent that has Minnie Mouse on it, I will keep. They get put on the shelves in my office. Um, and uh, and then it, it just it just, you know, who it's from and. How it's signed, and you know,
0: yeah, you, yeah. you know what this re- makes me think of is that when now that I, and I don't know that I've ne- ever thought about this before, but just how valuable it would be to,
1: if, I mean, you if think you're going to spend, people stand in those, I, I do, I stand in those aisles for a long time, yeah. picking out the right card,
0: yeah, but what I'm saying though is, is there taking the if you're gonna take the time to stand in the aisle, pick out the right card and buy I mean these things are not cheap. you know they' it's really insane how expensive these cards can be. And if you're gonna go through all the trouble of getting a card, knowing that most people are going to throw them away.
1: Yeah, write a note on that thing.
0: yeah that, that's what I was just thinking. It's <laughs> like, man, why if I'm gonna from now on, if I'm gonna take time to do this, I'm not just gonna sign my name. I think I'm going to, I'm personally going to take some time to thoughtfully write out a personalized note and make them feel guilty for throwing that thing away. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) I can't even say what I'm thinking right now.
0: (laughs) All right. So my turn to pick a question and we're going to go into some deep water, Stephanie. And the question is, what's the closest you've ever come to thinking you didn't deserve to live?
1: I don't know that I've ever I don't know that I've ever had that thought to myself. Okay.
0: I would say I that that I would I, my answer would be about the same as I've always grown. Uh, what? Nothing. What, what? What's so funny?
1: I'm just rehearing how I said that out loud. So go ahead.
0: Oh, I thought it sounded fine. Okay. Okay. Yep. But I, I've never had a a a feeling or a thought that i didn't deserve to live i i've always been raised with the the thought of how valuable life is um how how much i'm loved and and i'm very thankful and grateful in that way and sure there i'm not saying that i've never had problems or you know, it's like woe is me or anything like that but um
1: dude you have the woe is me every december <laughs> okay <laughs> but but not that i'd not that i but not yeah that
0: i don't deserve to live right. I, it's not it's like i i that's just not been a struggle of mine either either yes all right your turn choose a selected category all right what category icebreaker you like to keep it pretty shallow there babe
1: <laughs> what is your favorite style of music and how often do you listen to it
0: my favorite style of music changes often and currently my favorite style of music is show music is soundtrack music so if i wanted to i could tell you i've been listening to the soundtrack from get out
1: which is you've already played that for us.
0: i know i've already played that but um just recently on the dvr they had the movie sherlock uh which has robert downey jr in it and so I was watching the the movie Sherlock Holmes, and that reminded me of how much I love the soundtrack to Sherlock, which is right here.
1: I will fall asleep on you. you know,
0: hold on, hold on, it's, it's going to kick in. I tired. You got to hear it kick in. This is Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer is amazing. You got to hear it kick in. amazing all right and then of course stephanie's least favorite movie i found is actually this one this is from the soundtrack to mamma mia the movie megan and i just watched this last night mama uh, meryl streep is awesome in this meryl streep meryl streep
1: I think you know
0: where yeah so right now my favorite thing to listen to is um is movie soundtracks and um of course i've been listening to this one over and over and over again and i'm learning to play this song on the piano city of stars from la la land Okay, and then I really like the opening song to this. I didn't think that I would like it, and I didn't even care for it when we saw the movie. But after listening to it on the uh, soundtrack, the opening song to La La Land, this song right here, it's called Another Day in the Sun. It is amazing. I think about that day. I lived in All right, so anyway, I could go on, I could play you lots of soundtracks. movies and by the way i don't like just it's not just soundtracks but also of course sherlock what i played is actually the score so i like the the soundtracks which is the music that they'll often play in the movie uh but then the score is typically the music that's playing in the background throughout a movie i like both i like I, i like official motion picture soundtracks and i like official motion picture scores i like them both And that's right now, that's my favorite genre of music. How often do I listen to it? On repeat, over and over and over again, at least eight hours a day while I'm working. (laughs) Stephanie, how about you?
1: Um, My favorite music also changes. But my favorite music is music that can um, transport my mind, take it off of whatever, whatever, Um, I can, I can have it in, sometimes it focuses me. I I, I can focus more if I have something running through my mind that is like, we've come down to record and I'll have one earbud in because just having that just somehow centers me and I can, I can focus and I can just come and do what I have to do. Um, when I work, I have music on typically music that is something that I know well, and can just I, I'm it doesn't distract me because it's 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 almost like another limb. Like I know it so well. But um but my music changes with my mood. Um sometimes I'll get on one style of music and I'll listen to that genre for a long time. Sometimes it's an artist at a time um
0: that can get annoying sometimes
1: <laughs> that i know that really drives my um husband crazy um but you know what his music drives me crazy too it does. so it we're even there and um and that is where, but i listen to music nearly nonstop. very rarely am i not listening to something yeah i'm not right now and i'm having a hard time concentrating but um
0: would you like me to pick some music out?
1: I would not. But thank you for offering. Yeah. Um and I I like how I like how I'm not allowed to like show what I've been listening to because <laughs> I don't have any of those controls on this side of the table. <laughs> so that's good. But my favorite right now is the um soundtrack to Fifty Shades Darker. I like They've that one. Put together an, a really awesome collection of music. Yep. I like the feel of it. I it's just yeah. It fits well with the first one. With the first soundtrack, which I also um, love. So that is what, that collection of artists is what is on my yep. constant and playlist right now.
0: And Stephanie and I, our whole family is on the Apple Music family plan. And it is an incredible selection of music. Yes. And we're very happy. And with sometimes
1: this. we just get in the car and just, you know, we each take a turn and we'll pick a song and we'll search it because yeah, there's not much that they don't have. Yep. I know when I'm in the kitchen and I will um, want to hear something. And I ask my Echo, um, Echo to, to do that. And she says, here's a sample of it. I'm like, you're useless. I need something. <laughs> you, that's why
0: you just, all you need to do is you just connect your phone. I know, but to the because Echo. you
1: connect your phone to everyone, it doesn't always find mine. Gotcha. You know, technology hates me.
0: <laughs> all right. My turn. Waist deep, Stephanie. Uh, let's see here. How do you go about illuminate, illuminating blind spots in your life?
1: I don't even know what that means.
0: Yeah, let's skip that one. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> question. All right. Deep waters. If I'm
1: having a blind spot, I'm going to close my eyes and wake up <laughs> later.
0: What What's the most serious illness or injury you ever faced?
1: Huh? The most serious illness or injury I've ever faced. I know. They almost killed you. I get it. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, babe. (laughs) I know. No big deal. You're still here. Leave it alone. I was there
1: for that one. I got it.
0: Um, I even forgot about that one. I was saying that I remembered one for you.
1: Oh, for me? Yeah. Most serious illness or injury. Yeah. Well, okay. What? Because there's a
0: tumor on your back.
1: I did. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, I was gonna say because I don't really see that as as an illness or
0: it was serious at the time. It was didn't serious know at the time. We what it was? Know. Yeah.
1: It was huge. Um. So I had um a tumor on my left shoulder blade, and um went and had it looked at at my um family doctor. He's like, "That's too serious for me to even do," and he sent me over to a surgeon and they said we're gonna biopsy it and you know all this stuff and by the time i got home like from the office to to our apartment because that was like way early in our marriage um by the time i got home which was maybe 20 minutes 25 i don't know um there was a uh (laughs) an answering machine message (laughs) i remember (laughs) this dating um an answering machine message from his nurse that said he jo- he has decided not to biopsy. They just wanted to remove it. Like they just we're just going to skip the biopsy and just take it off because we don't know what's going on there. And um, within the week, I was in surgery having it removed and it yeah. was not a big deal.
0: Yeah. Yours was not but a big deal.
1: It was. um So like I, I really, I think I am, I am and have been rather healthy
0: thank you god
1: knock on wood thank you god absolutely but cliff on the other hand they almost killed him
0: <laughs> so <laughs> i'll give you a very short brief description of what happened i was doing a 24-hour non-stop marathon of podcasting uh to celebrate my first full year of doing business and about uh, almost an hour and a half two hours before the end of that 24-hour session I started to feel like this big, huge, gigantic ice pick stabbing me in the gut over and over again. And I tried to lay down and sleep it off and I couldn't even lay down and eventually had Stephanie take me to the hospital and they checked checked me right in. Turns out that I had gallstones and um, they found that I had one gallstone that was stuck in my cystic duct and they said that... um, they needed to remove my gallbladder, but um, there was this one stone stuck in the. That they had to get out first. That they had to get out, that they need they needed to get out first, uh, because the the they said the thing is though is that if they go in, you know, do this upper GI scope whatever to pull this out, I think they said there's a, like a is either a forty or fifty percent chance of serious injury or death. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do you remember that i do am but i exaggerating if we don't that?
1: take it out and we take your gallbladder out there's a hundred percent chance of death yeah.
0: yeah so they basically they said i but am i exaggerating no, the upper i think, upper? No, I think I the think upper was 40 or 50 yeah. percent there's you know the, this this could you know you could not well make and it you were not
1: healthy at the time either i really?
0: wasn't healthy i was not healthy at i mean all.
1: aside from the gallstones yeah <laughs> Just, I, was,
0: I was pretty bad um, so the thing is they said, but we have to take your gallbladder out. Now we could take your gallbladder out and skip the surgery, but if that stone ever falls, you're, you're dead. dead. It it's it's instant death. Are you dead? <laughs> Are you that's dead? Still
1: my favorite movie line from the stupid kids' movies that we've had to see over the years.
0: Yes. That is that the, that's it's from, from Smurfs. Smurfs yes. Yeah,
1: Gargamel says it to his cat.
0: I have to start playing this music here because so cool. we have to wrap up. But anyway, um what happened was um, I said, okay. Well, uh, I'm going. You know, I I, I like I, 50% chance of death. Uh, I take that than over hardware. 100. <laughs> so I said, let's let's do the upper scope thing. And so the nurse comes in later that night. And she goes, here, I just need you to sign these authorization forms. They're gonna take your gallbladder out in the morning. And I'm like, uh, uh, no, I'm they're not.
1: other thing, that They're time.
0: supposed to do this upper scope. And she's like, ah, oh, just go ahead and sign it. I'll have them fix it for you. I'm like. I'm not signing anything. Bring the doctor in and t- and tell me that this has been changed.
1: Because it was two different, so it was two different doctors. Yeah, that two were, different one, surgeons. Yeah, um, one for the um,
0: upper scope upper thing. scope
1: and one for the gallbladder. So, removal. so she
0: she was upset that I would not sign the authorization <laughs> form for the gallbladder. Uh, and so they, they had the doctor come in the next morning. It's like, yep, you're supposed to have the scope. We've got that worked out. We're going to get you in this afternoon or whatever. Went in. And, it was in the morning. Yeah, went in it, in the morning. Yeah. And then um, everything went fine with that. And then the next surgeon came in. And he says, you know, we can take out the gallbladder. And I sit there and say, hey, wait a second.
1: Hold on. First, let me tell you, he's still under anesthesia from the morning procedure. And he's like, take my, take my appendix out while you're in
0: there. I did. And I'm, I'm like, and I, they're
1: like, are you, are you, are you, like, said, yeah, we, you ain't going back in. Take it out while you're in
0: there. They're like, we normally don't do that. And I said, is there any reason I need this appendix? You know, and they're like, nope. As, and so being the salesperson that I am, I convinced them to take my appendix out. It really
1: didn't take all that. Here's the deal. I'm going to go with my version of that of that memory because, again, Jesus you were under sedation. <laughs> um it really didn't take that much convincing. It was um, we signed a he he suggested it. They're like, "Are you sure?" He says, "Do I need it?" And they said, "Okay." And we signed a form, and you went into surgery.
0: Is that how it works? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it really? Have, is how it works. I have it no wasn't idea. All
1: that, but it was now, and that is after he spent a week in the hospital. Like you, he was there for a week. Yeah. And um, he's like, "I ain't coming back. <laughs> 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 take it out. Yep. I ain't coming back."
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, our music's already over. Stephanie, until next time, we want to encourage people to
1: do what? Live your life on purpose. Podcast. And some magic.